Each season, Guys Telling Stories seeks out fascinating people with a good story to tell. I'm Rich Douglas, and this man beside me is my co-host, Bill Easton. We're a couple guys who love a good story. So join us on our quest as we find fascinating people with a good story to tell. This is Guys Telling Stories. Oh, we got a special one for you today. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, Bill, come on. Don't be so bashful. <laughs> this is all about you. We've gotten how many emails about this story, silver medal story? A lot. Yep. Yeah. And you have been all over the international news <laughs> for uh, <laughs> it's uh, for catching somebody else's silver medal. It's funny. I've talked to, I think, four different people about it. Mm-hmm. Four and, different um, news yeah. outlets, if you will. Yeah, and there's, uh, it it makes you wonder like all these people copy each other and take, take all of that stuff and make up their own. I didn't really talk to all these people who are, uh, online, news companies posting things. So. Well, lots of people want to hear this story because it happened about. I don't know, like seven days ago, let's say. Mm -hmm. I'm going to set it up for you and throw some questions your way. Oh, sure. Okay. So I'm the guest today. (laughs) This is like one of our old short story specials. (laughs) Can I ask myself questions? You you always can, yeah. Bill, would you like a beer? (laughs) Oh, yes, please. Uh, Okay, so for the listeners out there who aren't as familiar with hockey, myself included, basically, Mm -hmm. um, what are the World Juniors? World Juniors is an under-20 tournament of uh, basically junior hockey players. So you have the world's best uh, countries competing in a 10-team tournament, and those players are, most of them are already drafted uh, to NHL teams. And it's in Olympic format, so there's uh, 10 teams that play, five in each division, a round-robin play, round play, in the uh, first week, and then the second week is becomes elimination, and you play to uh, win the gold. Okay, so you got the best male hockey players that are under the age of 20 mm-hmm. getting together every single year. Correct. Some of these guys are professionals in their own country. Some of these guys are NHL stars already, and they, they, they play for basically the rights of, like, who's the best in the world. Right. There's very few that are actually in the NHL. Um, some have some have played a few games, uh, but most of them are in their junior teams or their minor league teams or or over overseas playing for their country and in, in their leagues. Okay, but and, most of them are drafted. Okay, so for the case of this story too, you're just a fan in the stands, That's right? True. All right, so this is taking place in uh, Buffalo, New York. It mm-hmm. was here. What was it? Seven years ago yep, as well. 2011. It was here as well. Okay, so you know you're a guy that loves hockey. Did you did you play growing up? Oh yeah. Yeah, I played. Starting, what levels? Starting in high school, um, I played. My, my parents discouraged me and my brother from playing hockey at, at a young age. A dangerous, you know, dangerous sport. Sure. Blades, sticks, pucks, <laughs> ice. Smelly equipment. <laughs> yeah, they got to drive you it. early in the morning. Yeah, that's, that's probably it. <laughs> no, uh, but, so, it's, but you, st- you still got a love for hockey. Yeah, we played, we play, you know, you play in the streets, you play street hockey. You People have, uh, you play on ponds. There was a pond close to my house and uh, ice rinks and things like that. So I, I, I still played as much as I could, even though I wasn't on an organized ice hockey team until high school. So these World Juniors, they were in town mm-hmm. and they were going on for like 10, 11 days, right around the holidays and the new year. And I, I didn't see you for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I was gone. I mean, <laughs> how many games did you have tickets for? Uh, oh, geez. Uh, I don't know if I ever added them all up. But we had every game. Every, okay, so you had, you had tickets to every single yeah, game. Yeah, there were four. four some, one day there was five. It was a noon, two, four, six, and eight. 
Say that again. I, you just <laughs> lost me. <laughs> so noon, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and 8 o'clock games on one day. This guy, this guy loves hockey, We missed folks. some that day. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, because some of these teams are going to be ones that you just have to watch. Like you said, not every team has that all-star player. Some mm-hmm. do, some don't. Some of them you probably give it to friends or you miss. Yeah. Um, but where were your original seats? Were they all over? Were they in one spot? No, they were in one spot. They were behind, uh, they were behind the NHL home team bench. They were behind the, where the Sabres uh, bench was okay so you got these amazing seats mm-hmm. for basically every single game of this world tournament yeah they're amazing but if you're watching an nhl team those those guys you know they've been doing it a while maybe they're not as excited they sit a lot and these junior kids basically there's teams that stand the entire time and you can't see, you can't see anything <laughs> they're all standing up you're pounding on the glass the like, coach yeah they, they don't they don't move for you well because i got a couple <laughs> of uh texts from you i saw a few like instagram to snapchat posts mm-hmm. you were up in a box a couple times yeah that was fun you were moving around uh with some of your other friends so you weren't always watching these games from behind the bench no right? again it was difficult to see uh because <laughs> they they were standing so we you know we moved around a, a little bit sometimes we just move up a couple rows just to get a little different view um and yeah a couple of times we got invited to uh to a box so we obviously free free food and drink free and, food. and those thank you so thank you those of you that that took me up there so you're having this amazing time over the course of uh you know 10 days you know, happy new year. You're, you're just loving it. And you're mm-hmm. a fan in the stands, nothing else. You just, you, you grew up playing hockey. You love hockey. Right. And then this, uh, championship game rolls around, right? Mm-hmm. And you decide to sit in your seats. It was sold out. So we didn't have a choice that game. We had to sit where, where we had tickets to. And this is going to be part of the story later. What were you thinking when you got dressed that day? <laughs> <laughs> Well, my friends uh, who we met seven years ago uh, from Ontario, uh, Steve and Trevor, for the most part, those were the the two guys. Um, just like giving them a hard time, you know. They're they're huge, huge uh, hockey team Canada guys, and and like I said, they were here seven years ago, and they're back. And they they took two weeks off from work. They live at the Adams Mark for two weeks, um, and we we met them in the uh, Labatt Blue Tent uh, seven years ago, and. We've been hanging out with them for most of the games, and I thought it would be funny if I put on the Team Sweden jersey underneath my American jerseys to kind of pull it out sometime during the game uh, just to give them a hard time. So the championship game is between Sweden and Canada. Correct. And Sweden and Canada are basically the two countries who take this by far the most seriously. This is probably one of the main sporting events, especially for Canada, Mm -hmm. that happens uh, every single year. From a country perspective? Yep. Yes, definitely. It's like the most important sporting event of the entire year for the the country. It is. uh, I I think probably in Sweden it's it's more important than in Canada because Canada also has, they have their NHL teams, they have... uh, Stanley Cups, they have things like that. But, you know, the Winter Olympics are coming and, and um, in about 20, 20 days from now. So you want to check it out and, and go to other countries' websites and you'll see how, how important it is to Sweden as well as Canada. So you made these friends with the Canadian fans uh, seven years ago. Did mm-hmm. you buy a, a, a Sweden jersey seven years ago? I did. I bought a Swedish jersey seven years ago <laughs> I, just because I, I kind of like the jersey. And... Uh, we ran into a few Swedish fans. There were a lot more people seven years ago from, from overseas mm-hmm. than there were this time around. And um, they didn't speak very good English, but one of them spoke broken English. 
and basically explained to me how her friend wanted to buy my jersey because she left hers at home. Sure. So I, I said yes. <laughs> I basically, <laughs> basically took it off and, and gave it to her. It was you know relatively new, maybe a couple of days old. And what jersey was it? The exact same one I had, the yellow Swedish jersey, three crowns. Okay, so you had a jersey, mm-hmm. you took the jersey off your back, and sold it to a girl who who wanted it. Well, yeah, she didn't pay me. <laughs> uh, well, she did, just not not then. Um, she, they said they would. And I was like, that's nice. I mean, you know, I, I probably would have just, I don't know, here, sure. If, yeah, I, I mean, if, I, if I went somewhere and left my jersey at home, I'd, I'd love to, someone that had one on to just give me one. So. Yeah, it probably meant a lot to her. Like, so. welcome to Buffalo, here's your jersey back. Did she end up... I don't know, sending a check or something? <laughs> she sent uh, cash, American cash, from Sweden, including about $3 worth of random coins in a plain white envelope <laughs> that somehow made it to my door. Wow. Cash from, from overseas. And so in a you... white envelope, and just a, like a, write a little thank you letter and put it in a white envelope and send it to someone. This was full of cash and, and change. So it she was amazing. Pa- so she paid off, but you're out she a did. Sweden jersey. Well, yeah, yeah. So what do you do? I bought, I bought another one. <laughs> okay. So this got, year, I bought it this year. So you're, uh, you, you got your new Sweden jersey. Mm-hmm. You decide to put it on for the championship game. Yes. But that's not the only thing you're putting on. No. When you're getting dressed, why are you wearing three jerseys? <laughs> well, yeah, so I, had a, I had a Swedish t-shirt on underneath the Swedish jersey. Okay, so you're layering up. I had four. Well, it was, yeah, it was cold, too. So. It was very cold, but you're putting on a... Uh, a Sweden t-shirt, jersey, t-shirt, jersey, and then you had two other jerseys. On? Yeah, the, uh, the uh, I had a Team USA from replica from the uh, uh, Miracle on Ice Ruzioni jersey, and then I had the Rochester Americans jersey over top because it's a double XL and it kind of fit over everything, everything well. Well, you said earlier that you're going to wear this Sweden jersey so you could sort of like mm-hmm. razz or tease your your Canadian friends, Correct. right? At the end of the game. During the, the, the medal ceremony, you got Leah Sanderson. He's collecting the silver medal. Canada wins the gold. Mm-hmm. But flash over to you, you still got three jerseys on. Well, we couldn't hang out. They were in the 200 level. Uh, beginning of the day, we went to two games that day. So I didn't realize that I wasn't going to be able to hang out with them um, because it was sold out. So normally, we'd, we'd, we've been leaving our seats to go in the 200 level and just kind of, they got used, they were getting on a, t- a table up there, like you have a little restaurant up there and you yeah, sit yeah. at a table and they've been getting this table every game. Like the, they never sat in their seats. They sat at this table every game. So when the Canadians were playing, they'd sit at the table and we'd kind of, you know, stand behind them and then they'd let us have the table when the U.S. was playing oh, and I then they'd kind of hang out and stand behind us. So I figured it'd be funny if they're sitting at this table looking over the rink and I just took off these jerseys and we're standing behind them without them even knowing it all of a sudden in a, in a New Jersey. So that was the joke. That and was then the joke. Second part of the joke was, you know, they're going to they're gonna be like, what the hell's wrong with you, Bill? And then I'd be like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll, I'll take it off. And then I take that off and then I have the shirt on underneath, but I never got that far. Never got that far. So no. you, you're watching this game. It's a really good game. Mm-hmm. And um, Canada ends up winning. Mm-hmm. Three to one, I think. And so... What happens next? The um, celebration was, uh, was it was long. The, the Canadians were were super excited. As they probably should be. And uh, Sweden was, you know, we're looking down at this bench, and and there's seven or eight guys that just have their head down, uh, laying their head on the side of the boards, and and they're just 
they're devastated that they lost. I saw I saw tears. Yeah, there were. Yeah, it was. That's how seriously it was. They take this and how passionate these players are. Mm-hmm. And being a uh, just fan of hockey and and just there to watch the games and not really having a rooting interest for either team, you know, you you kind of spread your attention to both and say 95% of this arena was Canadian fans. Yeah. So they're paying attention to the celebration and stuff, and, and we're just watching, you know, the devastation on this Swedish team. So they finally do their thing and get their uh, act together and get lined up at the blue lines, and Canada's still kind of celebrating and jumping on each other when the medal ceremony starts. And so um, who gets the medal first? The captain, Leah Sanderson. Okay, and for people who aren't familiar with hockey, mm-hmm. you know, like I said earlier, myself included, he's an all-star. He's he was drafted by the New York Rangers. Mm-hmm. He apparently, I, I don't know if you heard about this, he was injured during those last couple of games. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, he's sidelined right now, currently, uh, because of that injury. But he he gritted it out. And uh, he comes from a long line of, uh, of, of like a big hockey family. Yeah. His uh, his father uh, uh, Nicholas uh, Anderson in uh, in Sweden. He he had he's an icon. They retired his jersey. He played for the Islanders. So I mean, this guy w- was born and raised to be a hockey player. We've done some research. You know more about it than I do. Well, all of a sudden, he gets his medal, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what happens? Well, he. I was watching literally just him because um, he was going first. And he wa- he skated over, walked over. He skated over um, and held his hand out. And the guy shook his head and, and basically told him he has to put it around his neck. Mm-hmm. So he, he put his head down, he put it around his neck, and he immediately took the metal off his neck and was holding it in his right hand. And he was skating back towards, towards the bench, towards me. Um, we kind of... I was just looking at him like he looked like he was just going to skate off the ice and maybe throw it in a garbage can or something. Yeah. And um, being being right behind the bench and in the front, I just was staring at him like, what's he going to do? And then he, he, he kind of looked over. He looked over and basically we made eye contact and I just put my hands up in the air a little bit. And as soon as I did that, he just threw it. And it wasn't, you know, I was surrounded by um, Canadians wearing their red jerseys, still high-fiving, and their phones were all out and stuff, and they're they're watching their team. So I don't really think anyone around me knew what was happening. might have been a little harder to catch if exactly. that was the case. But um, it's, pretty, it's a great throw. I mean, came just maybe a foot above the glass. And, <laughs> He's an athlete. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. And uh, I caught it. And so how long do you hold this medal in your hands before you decide to take off these jerseys and show your Swedish pride. Well, I held it I held it in my hands for about five seconds, like watching them, um, like looking at the coaches, looking at everybody else on the ice, uh, like waiting for somebody to come over to me and tell me, give it back. Right. So when that didn't happen, um, you know, because you, you figured someone's going to come over quickly. Security. Security's right next to me. And the security guy, um, who's looking up into the stands, so his back is to all this, he he goes, I guess that made it worth coming to this game, huh? <laughs> I, was like, I go, yeah. And then I felt comfortable, and I put it on. As soon as I put it on, um, some people wanted to take some pictures. And as soon as they started taking pictures, I remembered that I had this jersey on underneath. So I took the metal off and then started taking the jerseys off. One jersey. I took Two one. jerseys. <laughs> yeah. Three jerseys. Yes. And then... Uh, <laughs> 
So then I just I put it on because I'm and it's you know and I think this is how this works. But uh, the home team, which would have been Sweden, because they were undefeated. By the way, they haven't lost a regular season, um, regular season or preliminary round game in like six, seven years. Mm-hmm. So they're that dominant. So yeah. this year again, they were four and zero, no ties, no overtime losses. Just they beat everybody. So they're the home team. I think that means they have to wear the yellow jersey. Okay. They either wear white or yellow. Um, not not Sweden. They don't have white. But the home team in this wears white or their light color. Mm-hmm. Um, but they get to pick their bench. So, they, you know, very easily could have been Team Canada in front of me. Yeah. So And, and that never would have happened. So you put this, uh, this medal on and yeah. then... For a lot of people, that would have probably been the end of the story. I caught a medal, uh, honey, you know, snapped my picture. Yeah. Um, but that's not where the story ends. And uh, I want to hear what you did with it after uh, this quick break. Quick break to talk about podcasterstory.com. Sometimes life's best moments pass by too quickly. So why not capture those moments with podcastyourstory.com? From that time you won the silver medal, sort of, to what life was like growing up with your brothers and sisters. The professionals at podcastyourstory.com record an audio interview of you telling your story. And the final product is a podcast you can share online with family, friends, and the world. Tell your story in your own words with podcastyourstory.com. And our listeners get 20% off your first recording. Just mention promo code GTS. That's 20% off your first recording with podcastyourstory.com by mentioning promo code GTS. And now, back to our interview. All right, so Bill, you didn't keep the medal. I didn't. And I think that's what made this story such a viral international hit. Okay, so who'd you give it to? What'd you say? I, um, well, there were, there were some Canadian fans that were telling me to throw it back, and there was a little chat for that in the first place. I wouldn't throw it back. I think it's kind of, uh, now I just disrespected now you just <laughs> the medal as well. Like, uh, you know, I I'm see. sure, I'm sure the hockey league wasn't thrilled that he, uh, that he threw it away in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to throw it back. Um, so I asked that same security guard to, um, basically switch me and another group so I can get to their uh, their little walkway that takes them from the bench to the dressing room um, and just got one of the trainers and basically told him that, uh, you know, I'm sure he's going to want this back someday and made sure that he knew, you know, I was giving it back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what a class act. I saw the picture. You handed it to him. Do you know what happened to it? I don't. I, um, someone... You know, you know how Twitter works. Someone on Twitter made a suggestion that uh, I actually kept it and just said I gave it back, and then put out this little uh, like interview with Leas after the game. Um, someone asked him if he's happy that he got it back, and he basically didn't know what. I don't know if he didn't understand the question. He speaks pretty good English, so I'm sure he got. He, I don't think he he got it back yet. Okay, um, and that was after um, he changed out and everything. So. Uh, I don't really know what happened to it. I do know that they have it, and a Swedish newspaper called me. Um, <laughs> I want to hear about this. <laughs> a few days ago, and he, he told me that he, he did get it back. Okay. So 
One of the things you probably regret is is giving it back, and let me let me explain why. Mm-hmm. You don't understand how many free drinks you would have gotten that night. Oh, I got them. If I, you would have oh, walked yeah. around wearing oh, a silver medal, I might have got a little more. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the best part because you know all the news stories, the 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 newspapers, the TVs. That the story's over for them, and we get we get to kind of dig dig a little bit deeper mm-hmm. here. So later that night, what happened? Um. Went to, well, my Canadian friends kind of uh, knew what happened right away. Um, they didn't, it took them a second to figure out because I changed jerseys on them. So, <laughs> like, even though the joke didn't work, it kind of did. Oh, it worked. It yeah. Because yeah. after the Swedish jersey was there and they could see across from where it was, someone said that that's Bill. And he's like, no, Bill wasn't wearing a Swedish jersey. So I still got him. Yeah. Um, so we went to the bar, uh, Adam's Mark, where the, the guys were staying, because they're leaving the next day. Yeah. Um, I almost got them to stay for a Bandits game. <laughs> I was real close. But. Yeah, just turn it into a, a, yeah. a two-week-long vacation. Right, why not? Uh, everybody there. Uh, everybody there knew who I was. It was All absolutely insane. Are you wearing the Swedish jersey? I have back to the shirt I had on in the first place, because huh. it was you know it was a long walk. It was freezing. It mm-hmm. was maybe minus four. That day, that night, so um, yeah, walked. We, I walked in, and you know, once you started getting warm, it, you know, what I didn't, I wore all this stuff, so I wouldn't have to wear a coat. Also, <laughs> so it's not like I'm not going to stand in this bar at 70 degrees. Wearing yeah, strip down to. Uh, so I, now yeah. here we go again. I got to take the the freaking jerseys off, and then. Did you take them off again? Oh, yeah, that I night? took. I took. I took. I had no choice. It was hot. <laughs> um. But anyway, that I didn't pay for a beer, and I, I, whether that was Trevor or Steve or or a bunch of strangers that I met, it was just you know Steve got me my first beer, and it was a Bud Light, which is uh, you know not what I normally drink, but um, people just kept like the bartender would be like, "Yeah, hey, I got another one," and there'd be like three of them sitting in front of me from people all, all over the the bar, and it was a lot of people, uh, a lot of Canadians, and he just kept like piling these beers up in front of me, and I just. You're thinking to yourself, I got a beer pyramid. Well, right they now. gave it, yeah, <laughs> in, in their bottles, a, a tough pyramid. But, um, you know, but most people said it was a nice gesture to do. Someone someone recognized me and offered me $1,000 uh, at Adam's Mark. He goes, I'll give you $1,000 for that medal. And I was like, I gave it back. He goes, You did what? And I was like, Yeah, I gave it back. Yeah. You know, it was Canadian. So it's probably like $520 <laughs> with the exchange rate. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's 700 well, you know what? I'll jump in here with uh, what happened to me. So, uh, you know, I, I keep the phone by the bed, but, you know, <laughs> I think it was a, well, this was a Friday night, right? This was it mm. Friday? Yeah. So, you know, it's on like Do Not Disturb. I sleep in and I wake up and I've got all these text messages from numbers I don't have in my phone. And I'm like, who would, who would be texting me a message like, Bill is crazy? <laughs> That's all it said. <laughs> wow, you won't believe what Bill did last night. And then I got a little scared. <laughs> but our buddy Darren, who we, uh, we go to haircuts with, he uh, he sent me this screenshot of, uh, of you putting on the metal. So I do a little research, and I think to myself, like, oh, man, what a lucky guy. You know, it's like, it's like if you caught, like, a ball at a baseball game, kind of like, oh, well, isn't that great? You know, just his luck. I had no idea what was going on behind the scenes. And Mm -hmm. so that's what I wanted to ask you about. Like, we went out on a a brewery tour that day. We had a great time. Yeah. And my phone continually starts blowing up. We're getting 
emails and contacts from the guys telling stories.com Facebook page, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the contact thing on the, on the website. So just, uh, we'll kind of wrap this up, but what's the, uh, what's the first person or who's the first person that contacted you for like an interview? Oh my goodness. Um, cause it had to be that morning, just like me. It was, it was, uh, boy, I don't remember the, the, the station. Um, but it was just a small morning show, okay. In uh, okay. in Saskatoon, um, Saskatchewan. I think that's right. Yeah, judges. Yep, oh. that's right. No, Regina, 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 Regina. One of those. Bill, I barely know. It was know there. Okay. I, I don't know. It was a, it was a long couple. Of, I was exhausted from that week of just going to hockey and oh and, yeah, and drinking with these guys and everything. So I mean, so. you stayed up pretty much, you know, till I'm guessing. Two, three we in the morning. We were three in the morning. And then uh, is your phone, are they calling? Are they it's, emailing, texting? It, it was insane. I yeah. think uh, for considering how uh, how unpopular hockey is in America, how many people in America saw that was, yeah. uh, and friends of mine that night was was incredible. So yeah, it's, it was like 48 hours of just people telling me um, what I was on and what I was doing. <laughs> and I was like, so oh. what was your response to the story going viral? I, it's just a, a freak coincidence that everything played out. I mean, that's it's kind of cool. Um, it gave us some um, some attention, uh, which I tried to put onto our podcast into the eleven day power play that we're doing again, so that there was a um, you know let's do this for a good reason. Um, and it was nice of TSN and a couple other places to to promote that. Yeah, it's always cool to hear somebody you know, try to get in touch with you. And I guess I'm qualifying it by saying they, they asked you for a quote. But there was Canada's largest television network mm-hmm. making a request. And I was in on that you were email. Yes, you were. <laughs> and they needed to do it at our podcast studio because it was going to be video. Yes. And we have those capabilities. So <laughs> walk me through that, uh, that interview, just the behind the scenes. Oh, boy. I know you had to tell the story, yeah. But because you were going to be on camera, um, how'd you prepare and what'd you do? I didn't prepare because, like, we were out. Like I told you, we were on a brewery tour, the brew bus, um, and I haven't slept much. And this was going to be early in the morning on Sunday, so I didn't really prepare for much. I had, a, I knew what they were going to ask, obviously, um, but I've never seen CTV news. You know, you don't I, watch the I don't Canadian watch news. Canadian yeah. news. Um, so I, I don't know who this guy is interviewing me. I've never been asked to do an interview like this before. So just, it went pretty smooth, but, uh, I might've insulted the guy when I thought I was <laughs> not live Mike. And, uh, I made a comment how, Ooh, this guy sounds like he's 80 years old. <laughs> and then, uh, there's no, no one says anything. Then I say something else like, uh, like when is this going to air? Well, yeah. And then all of a sudden this lady pops up and she tells me and I was like, oh, she must have heard the 80-year-old thing too. <laughs> she definitely did. They are so efficient. Uh, when we talk to our guests for the podcast, they're like joining the Guys Telling Stories family, in my opinion. Yeah, you know? I agree. I want uh, be friends with you on Facebook. If you got a cool story in the future, we'll catch up with you. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not reporters by any means. These guys were like, uh, hi, Bill. Yep. Yep. We're, uh, yep. You're going to be clear. Okay. Please hold. All right. Uh, we got a black screen here, and then uh, Brad's going to come on. Okay. And then you tell your story, and they're like, hey, and there's no thank you. Nope. There's no, like, hey, that was great. We're clear. Click. We're clear. Hang on. 
<laughs> but then that story uh, got tweeted and sent around the world as well. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, videos. So, I mean, I couldn't be happier for you. I know you gave the medal back, Bill, but you're a champion in my book. Oh, Rich, stop it. <laughs> Well, well, guys, I I hope you enjoyed Bill's story. We probably ran a little longer than uh, than expected, but it's a it's, long story. <laughs> yeah, it's not every day that it's seven years in the making, uh, and uh, and and somebody goes viral for something that uh, generally the entire world said, mm-hmm. "Hey, what a guy! Nice job!" And it was all about. It wasn't about catching it. It was about giving it back. So, you know, this Leas Anderson, I'm sure he's going to blossom into a great player, great leader. Hopefully not that great. He's a ranger. <laughs> well, we'll see in the future if we can ever get him on the show. I did yeah. look up uh, tickets to uh, Sweden. Um, like airfare? Yeah, it is so expensive. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it's not even in the well, cards. <laughs> that expensive, huh? Yeah, it's not in the cards. All right, maybe down the road. But I can tell you in the past week, our uh, podcast downloads from Sweden... They're up there? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so even if they don't speak that great of English or some of them, uh, it's not their first they're language, they're, they're listening. I had about 100 friend requests on Facebook. Now, that's probably because the last name is, is uh, well, I think everyone knows anyway, Schiff Lucas. Mm-hmm. And there's not a whole lot out there. So it's if you go to look up uh, Bill Davis. Uh, You're going to scroll Bill through Johnson. You, yeah. Like if you look this up, there's it, it's me. Yeah. So, well, if you're still listening and you want to be friends with Bill, <laughs> add him on Facebook. There you go. <laughs> did you accept everybody? Uh, d- no, I didn't. Um, there were a couple that I did in the beginning, and I was just like, wait a minute, this is this is not. No, they don't even speak English. Well. Who are these strangers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope you enjoyed this uh, special edition of uh, how Bill won his silver medal. I want to thank and- Wally and Mike and Trevor and uh, Steve and and all the guys that came down. And for all the beers. And yeah. Good times. Thank you, guys. Well, Bill, we haven't done one like this uh, in a while, but this was really cool to have you be the spotlight, and I'm sure the fans liked it. If you got any questions for Bill that we didn't ask, just put them in the comments section or send us a tweet. And, uh, and Bill, thanks for doing the show. Hey, <laughs> thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. All right. As always, I'm Rich Douglas. I'm Bill Easton. Until next time. <laughs>